Official watch of the NBA. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. I'm oddly intrigued by neck tattoos. You know, we love China. We love no playing there. It comes a dunk. Shut up and listen. You think you're better than me? I mean, this is a behind-the-scenes moment for me. Chris is stunned. Um, Chris is like that whole time I Christian was talking. This. Yeah, you were just like staring. You look like one of those judges in Albertville. You were. <laughs> I frozen. You were paralyzed. A possibility. I, I, yeah. I truly didn't see this as a possibility. His mouth was literally a gate, folks. If you could see the video. <laughs> but we can agree that these characters have no lines, and they Certainly are not. so important to the story. Yes, <laughs> they're so yes. they're pivotal. Okay, I, we I must be their voices, for they have none. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm gonna go with it. It's uh, it's one of the ones that I wait. This is round five now. Round five, pick Round number five, 13, Team picks. CW on the board. Unbelievable. Final the pick. final selection for Team CW. I mean, this to me is a he- big-time value pick. Big-time oh value pick. Never in a million years did I think he would be there, but there he is um, with the – which pick number overall is this? Pick number 13 overall here in Round 5, Team CW selects. Maniac Psycho Patriot with the American God damn it. who lusts God for damn blood. It. You finally did it. You finally took one from me. Yeah. One hour, <laughs> 36 minutes, God 49 damn it. seconds. Um, I had him labeled as number five, American Rage, a.k.a. Dave Foley with a mustache. Yeah. Uh, again, you know. God damn it. So we all have notes on this guy. We all have thoughts on this guy. This is, oh. you know. It's technically my pick, but we're all contributing here, so I'll, I'll share a few thoughts, and then you guys chime in. <laughs> this guy is barely on screen for more than a second, um, but my God, the moment he's there, it's absolutely mm. terrifying. We cower. 
And it's a strong reminder, folks, that we live in a nation that encompasses all sorts of people, all of whom are united and rooting for the Stars and Stripes. A couple of days ago, Senator Obama was out in Ohio, and he had an encounter with a guy who's a plumber. His name is Joe Wurzelberger. Uh, Joe, what you want to do to Joe the plumber and millions more like him is have their taxes increased and not be able to realize the American dream is of owning their own business. That's what, what Joe want. believes. Uh, 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 the, he's been watching some ads of uh, Senator McCain's. Uh, my goodness, though, the ferocity of this man's fist pumping and primal scream <laughs> after Doug and Kate land that. To be clear, we don't oh. hear him scream, so this <laughs> no. does qualify as a non-speaking character. We see him yelling. Presumably, he is making noise but we don't hear the noise that he's making so i think it does count and folks this is um this is a decent reminder here that it's okay to have uh uh to have some boundaries this is a man who (laughs) roots for the usa and he is also maybe capable of gruesome crimes um i mean his teeth are fangs. Yeah. His eyes He's are popping out of his skull. I feel yeah. unsafe seeing him. I have no idea what's in the trunk of his car, but I yeah. don't want to freak out either. No, no, no. He's still alive. No, fucking piece of shit. Don't die. Don't die. Oh, look at me. Look at my fucking eyes. Die. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. So we're just going to move on. I'm honestly uncomfortable even talking about this guy. That black, I'll... like, faux leather jacket that he's wearing is yep. very suspicious. I don't like the look of that one bit. Um, yep. Anything you guys want to share? I, I'm truly just, like, super uncomfortable uh, with seeing this guy. Looking at him, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anything you guys want to share? I mean, literally, like, blood dripping from his eyes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> whatever you've got, um, share it now. Otherwise, I'd like to move on as quickly as possible. <laughs> I mean, I love I love this guy because... So this is this is the fourth and final reaction shot directly following the landing of the Pamchenko. Um, the first is Anton's, the second is the Row of Judges, which we've uh, discussed earlier, and then Walt in the penalty box, you know, heaving in ecstasy is, is number three. So this guy, uh, fist-pumping American Patriot, is number four. Uh, this is the capper. This is, this is, you know, the reminder of what, you know, what Doug and Kate are there to do, which is to win for America. After all, this is, um, you know, this is really, at the end of the day, all about um, serving your country. Uh, That's Mm -hmm. what Olympians do. Um, So this shot is an incredible shot because we get the full frame uh, stretched out American flag behind this man. And then we just see his wild rabid eyes uh, crazed <laughs> eyes I mean, and I'm gonna say pumping. cockeyed he's got some Cock- cockeyed absolutely <laughs> cockeyed mouth is frothing honestly get this man tested like, yeah. s- like rabies. immediately now for rabies. <laughs> like, yesterday I am yeah. worried about him um, yeah. but he is America he is patriotism he is the drunken blind pumping rage and ecstasy of global domination subjugation and hegemony 
and the way the camera zooms in here. So at the beginning of the shot, we see his full face and like much of his torso. But by the end, the way the camera kind of zooms in, all we see is the top of his head and his fist, his single fist, just punching the air in Mm -hmm. front of that glorious red, white, and blue flag waving. What could be more symbolic and exquisitely perfectly American than just a single punching fist yep. belonging to a absolutely sociopathic crazed wild-eyed white man <laughs> who looks like Dave Foley with a mustache and yep. Ben can I ask you just to rewind it five maybe five frames mm-hmm. it's a we are moving from literally seeing Jem thrusting and pumping his head where yes. his wild curls are shaking about yes. We cut uh-huh. from that into the arena where we see our lunatic, maniac, psychopath patriot with the American flag who lusts for blood <laughs> shaking his fist. So we are basically moving from one maniac in the in the, in the penalty box yeah. to another in the arena. And, and, and Paul Michael Glazer, again, he captures our fancy once again. He has us... Um, you know, considering meditating on the idea of just this pulsating excitement. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I will only add that I think you've summed it up about uh, this figure is terrifying, filled with something darker that we uh, know is there, but we're not sure what that means. Folks, you smear some white on this guy's face and he is Pennywise the Clown from Stephen King's uh, <laughs> novelization. Uh, we all float down here. like Cousin, it, just coming with some Stephen it, King ammo for this draft. Baby, if you came back to this and this guy's holding just a red balloon, oh, you God. would not be surprised because we all float down here, Dougie. Hi, Georgie. Aren't you going to say hello? Oh, come on, bucko. Don't you want a balloon? I'm not supposed to take stuff from strangers. My dad said so. Very wise of your dad, Georgie. Very wise indeed. I, Georgie, am Pennywise the Dancing Clown. You are Georgie. So now we know each other. T-Rex? I guess so. I gotta go. Go? Without...
Come on down. We all float down here. Uh, Cousin Jesus. brought the A material tonight, folks. Yeah, yeah. You're in for a in case, treat. In case I wasn't already going to have nightmares about this guy tonight, thank yep. you for that, Cousin. Thank you Just for that, Cousin. Just throwing it out there. That possibility is, uh. Pennywise is in Albertville. We're going to um, move on. Great we pick, great pick. I don't want to spend any more time on this guy. Uh, we're all going to have trouble sleeping. So, uh, oh, Team BC, you're on the clock. Round five. <sighs> pick number 14 overall. It's your last pick. Make it count whenever you're ready. Oh, uh, man. You're on the clock. Uh, this is actually tough because this is the first time I've had to legitimately scramble in this draft because he was my fifth pick. Um, <laughs> I, I'm i going to go with someone that I um, am I'm curious. This is not going to work very well uh, for me to describe like on the on the podcast this isn't going to be really good material for, for the podcast so i apologize in advance but <laughs> i'm almost making the selection just as i'm curious if you guys even uh, noticed this man 31 38 i am drafting with my final selection in round five pick 14 overall i believe the greenwich compound aerobics instructor <laughs> Now, you might be thinking, what are you talking about, aerobics instructor? I don't remember an aerobics instructor. Um, This man is on screen for a total of 39 frames. 39, I counted them. 39 frames. So that's, uh, what, about a a minute and, no, a second and a half. Roughly a second and a half he's on screen for. But he kind of moves back and forth, so you don't even see his, his face for every one of those frames. This man is a phantom. He is a ghost. Um, I don't think I noticed him until literally my 10th or 11th time viewing this film. Um, so this is during the um, you know iconic uh, black box ride-on time training montage we know in Greenwich. Well. Um, and... So it, it, this is, you know, Kate's doing these, these kind of like aerobics moves, uh, this sort of alternating like lateral lunge, twist, punch, cardio exercise. Um, and at first, uh, and by at first I mean the first, you know, 10 or 12 times I, I watched this scene, I thought Kate was doing this in a mirror. Because as if yep. it's not confusing enough that he's on screen for, for so few frames, he's also wearing a aqua blue uh, tank top that is the exact same color as Kate's <laughs> aqua blue you know lycra wow. leotard wow yep. um, yes. and of course since she is doing the same movement as her instructor she's moving in unison with him so as she's <laughs> moving he's moving and it just looks like a reflection in a mirror it really does Ben but only when I literally went frame by frame I noticed wait this is a man with a, a man. backwards <laughs> white baseball cap uh, atop what looks like a white bandana. Yes. Um, which, by the way, is a phenomenal look for an aerobics instructor or anyone for that matter. Um, and again, to make it more confusing, he also has kind of shoulder length long hair. If So if you're not going frame by frame, you might think, oh, that's just a, a woman's long hair. <laughs> um, it is, rid- I, d- I don't know if he was supposed to be illusion. in the yeah. scene for longer, but I I was just so like, just m- mystified and, and captivated when I saw this man. I was like, wait, there there's a third person in this training montage with Doug and Kate. Um, and he is in fact... Quite critical because he is the man who is providing the fuel 
that 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 sort of you know suffuses and electrifies this entire montage. He is the unsung, unnamed, wow. and of course unspeaking hero of the right on time training montage. He he's the one motivating Kate and Doug to push it to the limit, to <laughs> get sweaty and grunting and and heaving to the rhythms of black box. Um, he is is practically invisible, but I wanted to just correct the the uh you know uh perhaps uh you know uh, uh lack of of uh people noticing his existence by drafting very, him with very my important final question pick. i have for you about this character does he get a courtesy invitation to the new year's eve party he's central I mean, to the team he's the guy who's He's Tony. probably passing out hors d'oeuvres, if anything. Like he, he's, <laughs> he's, he's on, obviously like staff, right. you know, like right. on the compound. I doubt that you know Kate selected him. I'm sure that that Jack just hired him and is like, "Hey, you're gonna live with me now for the next six months. You can you can you know use the bathroom in the in the rink or the gymnasium, whatever. You can live with the Zamboni <laughs> driver. You can borrow one of my daughter's tank tops. That's yeah, the exactly. Best you can do. Yeah, she, she's got. Yeah, the only All thing right. we have is is second question: blue. Is he smoking a J in the parking lot with the sex guy outside oh, yeah. of that beat up Camry? He's like these friggin' people, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's wearing right a white bandana uh, with a backwards baseball cap on top of it. So, <laughs> say this pretty dude, sure. Say this dude makes me wear his fucking daughter's clothes. I gotta wear my hair like her too. Yeah. He's like I can't even be my own person. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to get open my own gym and uh, you know in in, in Westport, but I'm carbon copy I'm stuck, of his daughter. I'm stuck here in Greenwich dreams, all fucking man. winter. I got dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Just outside a cold, a cold January night. It's like one, one day I'm gonna cut off all this hair, wear my own clothes, <laughs> be my own man. Yep. Oh my god! Oh but my for god. now, that's a, that's I'm a, a fucking thing. ghost on on screen for 39 frames. We yeah. all been there. We all been there. Boy. All right, cuz, you're up. Round five, pick number 15 overall. This is the last and final mm. official selection. Yeah. yeah. And yep. the non speaking characters draft for the redacted ice My skating God. film will, of course, have a uh, honorable mention, you know, lightning round. Yep. yep. See yeah. how much of a lightning it is, mate. Now I, I might <laughs> rattle off. I might rattle off some of my honorable mentions right now because we're getting into the final picks. So I may as well just save them right now. Uh, this this pick is not going to be chosen, but an honorable. Wait, mention. wait, wait, wait! I feel like you got to wait. Save, save what? the the. the what save? are you yeah. talking about here? Yeah, this is your. This is still the draft. Yeah, make the an proper, official selection. Yeah, and then we'll proper get, draft. Yep. This is round yep. five. Final pick. Pick fifteen. Make it count. Come on. Make Boy. it worthwhile. Boy. Um. If you need time to collect yourself, another bathroom break, feel free. No, there, no, we got, no, we got all is, night. We've got, got all night. You know that. I got two picks. Now, this, both of them are going to stun you. Unfortunately, you can only pick one and save the yeah. other one for honorable mentions. Um, all right. I'm going to give my fifth <laughs> round pick. Uh, God, this is very difficult. There's so many characters left on my sheet that I like <laughs> a lot. Um, we didn't. We didn't expect it to be easy. Okay, yeah. uh, I am giving my honorable mention. No, no, no. I'm sorry. My final fifth. Uh-huh. My fifth round draft pick. This is my. Yes. Yep. It's gonna go to. I wrote this down in my notes, and I I feel like it deserves a shout out in every single way. Construction foreman, um, uh, the guy who clearly 
Doug is not taking any notes from on the construction site as he's hammering upside down. Uh, no words are uh, mentioned. This man was never seen on camera, but you know he's around on that construction site. <laughs> Wait, you don't even see him, and you're you're. But you, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. He must exist. In the all right, universe. all right, fine, fine, fine. If you're gonna if you're gonna <laughs> give, give me gripes on that, um, okay. Scratch it. Cut this from the record. Not even not even an honorable mention. Um, okay. Then I am going to give my last pick. This is my fifth draft pick. This is my actual pick. I gotta give a shout out to the emergency room staff who allow Doug to bandage his face with a comical amount of gauze. This is a function, fully functional emergency room staff. Yeah, and they allow they wheel him out. <laughs> Knowing this might actually horrify the rest of the people sitting in the emergency room, that this man is coming bandaged like the mummy, the human mummy. Correct. Uh, and the emergency staff is like, yeah, we have time for this gag. It's not like his nose was perfect. He's the one who wanted to play. He's like those morons who go around insisting that you hit them in the stomach as hard as you can. I don't even know why I'm explaining this to you anyway. I mean, all I did was play a stupid game. Next thing you know, you'd be telling me how guilty I sound. It's not guilt. <laughs> well, at least we agree on that. It's fear. You've got to be kidding me. I mean, what do I have to be afraid of? Because finally you have found yourself a partner. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought you said it was just his nose. What? what? What's wrong? It's all yours. Toe pick. <laughs> so they yeah. allow Doug to <laughs> wrap his point. face uh, with a shocking amount of gauze just yeah. so that he can come out and goof Kate in the emergency room waiting lobby. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that emergency room staff deserves a nod. The man uh, who wheels him out in the um, wheelchair, that's the guy who I am drafting for my fifth pick. Yes. Yes, yeah, there yeah, it is. Yeah. 30 minutes, 37 seconds. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have Doug with a comical bandage across the eyes, the snout. And yeah, this this man you know, with the mustache will yeah uh, another mustache pick. Yeah, uh, man, the mustaches are represented strongly in this draft because our guy with the mustache has a name tag. I know. I'm trying to Can zoom in. Anyone zoom in, Ben? Do you have it any says, sort of technological capability I, there? I, it looks like a GCH, probably a hospital I abbreviation. Got, yeah, I have GCH. Yep. But unless there's a close up later on. No, but you know, see. like hospitals. No, he gives them. He gives them. <laughs> Pat, Ooh, little tap, little pat. double tap on the shoulder, and then says, yeah. "All right, I'm out of here, man. You're, this is your bit. Uh, yep. I set you up. Good luck. Good luck with the goof. Yeah, like there's going to be a good a one. Hospital protocol being like we legally are not allowed <laughs> to let you walk out. Like I have to wheel you out in the wheelchair. And then Doug's like, "Oh, but it would be really funny if I put gauze all over my face." And he's like, "I don't know. If there's protocol for that. Sure." Yeah. And he like wastes all of it. He's like, man, "Fuck, man. I said you could have some of my gauze, not all of it." <laughs> And like he's just like no 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 it's gonna be great it's gonna be great and he's like dude that's all my gauze you're taking all of it 
and oh Doug God. wheels out and gets, a, you know, a kind of like iffy reaction from Kate. And at that point, the guy's like tapping him on the back, being like, your wife is going to kill you. I'm yeah. leaving. And it's not his wife. I'm out of here. But I don't he knows, the like, reaction this relationship this. is going to last six months. I am going to leave. Good luck. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So that's my that's my final pick is emergency room staffer. Yeah, the beauty of a draft like this is so I'm freeze framed on thirty forty four, mm-hmm. and I've watched this movie a dozen times. I don't think I've ever really noticed the blood drippings. Oh on yeah, for the shirts. I've right noticed. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Isn't that great? Yeah, yep. fantastic. A little bit it of is. wardrobe work there. Yep. The department recognized they needed to make this injury seem serious. Yeah, and that's the that's the uh, the the, the uh, Bobby Hull jersey, right? That yeah, he later absolutely. Gifts to Kate. Yeah, yeah. 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 which so presumably he's got to get that blood stain out of there before he gives <laughs> it to her for Christmas. Yeah, and he brings that to a Connecticut dry cleaner, and they're like, "What happened to this jersey? I'm sorry, we can't do that." Everybody thinks that laundromats are literally laundering money; that they're all run by the mafia or a bunch of creeps, right, or drug dealers. I only had one call that I made in New York. I don't have a spiel. My client gave me the information. I called the landlord. Look, I'm from Brooklyn. I know when I'm being told to back off what that means. And this landlord told me in no uncertain terms, you don't want to mess around with these operators. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's let me give uh, the rundown wow. here real quick on the entire draft. Then we'll hop into some honorable mentions. So in round one, we had um, upside down saxophone player, Greenwich compound Zamboni driver, high uh. steakhouse, uh, high steakhouse waitstaff. In round two, we had mustachioed West German hockey player, the judge, Kate's dead mother in round three. (laughs) We had the old lady who kisses Doug Dorsey at New Year's Eve. We had the photographer with a mullet and a long-range telephoto zoom lens who enjoys vomit. We had the young figure skating girl who sees vomit. Who does not enjoy vomit. Nope. And then in round four, we had the construction worker at the penalty box for the Olympics. We had the Chateau dining room attendant. We had... A copper trash slash ash bucket squad. Not a single pressure player in the bunch. (laughs) (laughs) Then round five, we had the maniac psycho patriot with American flag who lusts for blood. We had the Greenwich Connecticut aerobics instructor. And then with Kaiser's last pick, we had the emergency room staff who allowed Doug to bandage himself with comical amounts of gauze. Wow. Fucking A. This is maybe the best draft we've ever uh, done. Yeah, it brings us to the honorable mentions, and (sighs) you know there's going to be plenty here, folks. Yeah, yeah, don't worry, guys. The uh, episode's not over yet. There's plenty more. Um, (laughs) Fewer. Because there's no structure here, so if you have something, feel free to throw it out. If you don't, that's fine, too. So, uh Anyone who has something, feel free to um, take I, take the stage. Step I gotta forward. say that I gotta be. I, I I'm shocked actually. This uh, couple did not get selected. I'm now realizing I don't think they have a line. Is the Lederhosen incident couple?
She stepped into the spin, then I'm not sure, but it looked like she got caught in his lederhosen. You know what this means. We are in. Yeah! yeah. We're going to France! Parlez-vous Olympics! I don't think they have a single line in the film, but the lederhosen couple, mm. they are... Equally important figures here because there is no Olympics without the Lederhosen incident uh, group that fail on the ice <laughs> because of the Lederhosen uh, costuming. Yeah, gosh, now that I think about it, you're probably right. Nope, no um, line, but they get replay of the incident. Um, you know, but I don't, I, I still wouldn't pick them because they're not winners, they're losers. <laughs> That's why they're not in my squad. Yeah, that's this is the Wiedermans. They don't they don't say anything in the in like the when they first get to nationals and there's like the skate like Kate's like running down the competition. No, because we we talked to Brian and Lori, but we never actually talked to the Wiederman twins, do nope. we? No, I don't think so. So while we're here in the same spirit and vein, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe we never hear a single word. From Smirkov. Smirkov or Brushkin. Smirkov and Brushkin do not have a line. Uh, So this, yeah, this is probably the one. In the press conference? The press conference. I think they do in the press conference. Wait, let me double check. I don't know about that. They walk I know people, I know people point them out. This is probably the one character that we actually recognize by name Mm -hmm. in the script, but I I have in my notes that they, they don't ever speak. Yeah, yeah, they were they were eligible. So they were eligible players. Yep, Smirkov, yep. Smirkov is the man, correct? I think so. Smirkov. Yeah. Let me double check that. Le Martini a élevé les cocktails à un rang supérieur. Quel vodka de qualité supérieure a élevé le Martini? Nettement Smirnoff. No, you're right. They never talk. They He's got talk. such an iconic. Oh no, look. Uh, Smilkov is the woman. Smilkov is is the woman. Yeah, and Brushkin is the man. Okay, yeah, Brushkin. According is the to man. the IMDb cast, Brushkin is played by Doug Ledret, Ledret, right. and uh, Smilkov is played by Christine uh, Hugh or How. How great perhaps. picks. Yeah, yeah, but undrafted. Yeah. Undrafted, they are on the waivers. If you want them. <laughs> I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, they of course loom very large. Yeah. Over the proceedings. Yep. I mean, yeah, we have, you know, Br- Brushkin does his little, like, oh, mother, like, kind of, right. you know, you can tell he mutters under his breath. He chews out uh, his partner. During yeah. during Kate and Doug's, you know, long program when he realizes, you know, his fate. Um, but, uh, yeah, no no lines, no words. No lines. Ben, uh, any honorable mentions? Um, yeah, I've got a couple. I've got a couple. I'm going to I'm going to give a sh- quick shout out. This is a very minor character, but I love him uh, every time I I see he has exactly one thing to do in this movie, and that is to point. This is the pointer. Uh first appearance <laughs> is at 10201. He is a, a sort of younger-looking, fresh-faced um, you know, arena worker who points to Doug and Kate when it is their turn to skate, you might think not a you know not a major character, oh, there he is. not there exactly he is. a critical uh, player in the proceedings, <laughs> but the way he executes that point yeah. is just top notch professional work. That's you know, pretty elite. 
Yeah, he has a nod as well. His form, yeah. his delivery, everything is just flawless. He's like a pointing machine, you know? And he's got those pursed lips. He had an opportunity to use his whole body physicality yep. to sh- let his family know, hey, I'm in the cutting edge. And they're like, where were you? <laughs> Big yeah, facial I'm, reaction, mom yep. and dad. They, I was in that movie. Yeah. I, I, I get one move, but I'm going to make the most of it, you know? Some people's job is to, you know, figure skate at the Olympics. Someone, someone else's job is to point at those people when it's their turn to figure skate. Uh, mm-hmm. And all I know is that if there were judges for the pointing, uh, this dude would be getting straight sixes across the board. Yep. This is someone that we didn't talk about, but um, we all know him. Uh, this is deranged Greybeard at the penalty box for the Olympics. Um, it's that big scene where we met construction worker, of course. Uh, 136.08. <laughs> the guy in the um, foreground. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we know who I'm talking about. As w- you know, with the construction worker, as with this guy, um, I'm just not sure who this man is at the bar with. <laughs> and no I just else. love how much fun he's having. Yeah. His smile, it's intoxicating, right? Yeah. He's really just awestruck by the Pamchanko twist. His hair mm. is completely disheveled. Mm-hmm. He's bordering on clown-like the way his the sides <laughs> of his hair are comically yeah. like long and poofed out it really sticks out horizontally yeah it's just mm-hmm. delightful there's like a sort of where's waldo type energy in yeah. this mosaic of color colorful characters yeah absolutely yeah, yeah i love him i mean he, he looks like he, a like a prospector perhaps yes. uh Come yeah you might might have a little uh you know a panhandle and a pickaxe in his back yeah. pocket absolutely yes. yeah i'd like to um, also give a notable shout out to the, I believe it is eight Asian businessmen that are standing yep. at the mm-hmm. open elevator with a very nude Doug who is chased <laughs> Kate in a hotel after having sex with Lori Pekarovsky. Yeah. And uh, there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight gentlemen and one yeah. concierge from the hotel, none of whom have speaking lines. And they are just waiting to get in an elevator and they see a very frazzled Doug completely nude. Probably by this point, if this movie was not family friendly, that towel is gone. I've been practicing that move for a year and a half. <laughs> Blind date. And they are just staring at a completely naked man, but because it is PG, he presumably has a towel on. Uh, but they all shrug going like, mm, who knows what this is about, but... Yep. These crazy, crazy people this hotel. We're, we're enjoying what we see. I had him on my list. Um, if I had to pick one, if I had to draft one, and I was prepared to, um, I definitely, <laughs> again, would have gone with the mustachioed one. Yes. Uh, the guy, the, the white-haired fella with the mustache right mm-hmm. in the middle, he definitely has the best reaction shot of the bunch. Yeah, of course. Um, knowing after, a little bit of like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, mm-hmm, lover's like quarrel. Kinda, yeah, a little, yep, yep. yep. Great, uh, mention to them. great shout out. Yep, I would have done it myself if you had. All right, here's my. I mean, for me, this is the great what if, right? This is the great what if of the film. Are we what getting if, into people who had one? Yeah. Line? What if? What if he hadn't spoken? Yeah. You know, like w- yeah, yeah. What, what if the he great what if of the draft? Because yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I what think we all know where you're going. Utter that noise. Yeah. Um. 
So I have uh, man at the penalty box wearing aviators with a gap tooth smile. Forty six minutes one second. Still got your sea legs. <laughs> Unless you work with the Merchant Marine, where the hell were you? Let's go outside and talk about this, okay? We're all family here. Tell us about it. Tell us about it. Yeah, unfortunately, this guy is is an honorable mention. He's he very clearly utters something. Uh, it's an ad lib of some sort. Uh, I love this guy. He, you know, his function is to apply like real pressure on Doug when he returns home to the bar for the first time since going to become a figure skater. And he's absolutely terrifying. I mean, he's capable Wait, of Wait, sorry, violence. to be clear, you're talking about the guy with the brown frame glasses or, or the silver frame? Brown frame. Brown frame. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. That's actually hilarious because I was I, I thought you were going to go with <laughs> a different character in the exact same scene oh, who we'll also to, has glasses. And yeah, we'll get one. to Sylvia Aviators. He's okay. forty six twenty seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, but forty six oh one. He's my first aviator. Yeah. Um, that reaction he, shot. Yeah, he's just so invested in this scene. His talents are otherworldly. It just bursts. It, he jumps off the screen like he's he's clearly his talent just demanded that he speak and we, mm-hmm. we get it he mumbles something as i think he Walt. says what i think it's a what yep. i think he goes what yeah yep. yeah he goes and what yeah after after uh you know doug is is beginning to try to clear up the confusion over yep. the fact the that merchant. he's not actually coming home from the merchant marines yeah mm-hmm. walt is pressing doug for details on the merchant marines yeah and what a gift this man has uh mm. i know he's gone on to other extraordinary things and he's hanging out at some small you know some small dive bar somewhere in the in the midwest playing darts and Mm -hmm. uh sir we 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 commend you we salute you and uh yeah thank you just thank you for what you gave us in this film um Mm -hmm. ben take take us through uh silver aviators balding man with the silver aviators who's also just one more shout out again this isn't gonna matter to our listeners but the reaction shot that he has at forty six thirty five when he actually hears the word uh, figure skating or the words figure skating, he makes it kind of like, like muffled, like sm- like, Oh, mm, I'm <laughs> trying not to laugh because this guy just said figure skating. Um, and it's kind of like this like little, like, mm, you know, like face, like uh, again, does not yes. no way to, to do it justice in an audio medium. Um, but uh, just an incredible piece of business that he, that he executes there. Yep. Um, honestly, the guy I'm about to talk about might have been yeah, number my one number one overall. pick yeah. in this yeah, entire yeah. draft, yeah. Yeah, but he very clearly says the word, damn. Damn. He says yep. one word in the entire film, yes. and the word is damn. Um, it is the guy at 46, uh, 27, um, his facial, sh- uh, reaction after again, Doug says figure skating. Let's go outside and talk about this, okay? We're all family here. Uh, tell us about it. Tell us about it. Well, come on. I bet you got some good. Tell me now. Yeah. Come on, machine. Yeah. Well, actually, it's kind of interesting. Tell yeah. I've been doing a little. I've been doing a little figure skating. What do you say? Um, and this guy, uh, you know, he also has glasses. 
Um, and he is just completely bewildered and befuddled, has no concept of, you know, what he has just heard. And unfortunately, he allows a word to escape his lips, uh, the word damn. Um, and therefore, he uh, immediately rendered himself <laughs> ineligible. And uh, Blue, what could have been, you know, a, a number one pick and who knows you know what? How big of a contract he he would have signed? Uh, you know, but uh, all I can I, do is is give him his his you know proper respect and the honorable mentions. Now I, I have another final. My final honorable mention is a a figure that I would have drafted if I didn't fear that it would get me disqualified and or kicked off this podcast for good because he's not in the film. But <laughs> I think this figure is so important to the film, and when I researched this figure. My world shattered when I started reading about this person. Um, this person, it, his name is Jackson Haynes, H-A-I-N-E-S. Hmm. He was born in 1840, died in 1876. And this figure is known as the father of figure skating. This is the man who wow. invented the toe pick and the sit spin. Oh my God. For well over a century... Legends of Jackson Haynes have been an integral part of the oral and wit written history of figure skating. Chroniclers of the sport, writing in sweeping artistic terms with great conviction, have weaved various narratives about Jackson. Some of them have, have been fact, some of them have been fiction. Most have been some combination of both. Here's what you probably read about the skating king over the years. He was born in 1840. He was born in Chicago to Canadian parents. He was born in Troy. He was born in Canada. His father was rich. His wife's name was Anna. He won the Championships of America in 1863, 1864, and or 1865. He wasn't popular in America. He wasn't popular in England. Vienna was the only place that accepted him. He died in 1879. Not a single one of those statements is in fact accurate. One of the main reasons these talking points have been repeated so many times over the years is that they originally came from widely read early 20th century books that were otherwise quite reliable. Through in-depth research in archives and 19th century primary sources, Jackson Haynes, The Skating King, aims to portray a more accurate picture of the fascinating life of a man who forever changed the face of the world's most exciting sport. It's time to separate the man from the myth and learn about the real Jackson Haynes. Uh, this story is bonkers. He was essentially <laughs> laughed out of America because he wanted to combine ballet with the, at the time, ice skating was a, uh, a a beloved pastime of the Victorian era, but there was no artistry involved in it. Um, skating enthusiasts would get on the frozen ponds with their hand-forged blades attached by leather straps to the shoes. In the years before the Civil War, the United States fell under the spell of the skating craze, forming clubs and ushering in the dawn of skating of competitive sports. But there were only stiff movements of this style. It was known mm. as the English style. And basically, these would have a collar shout out to people on the ice to form formations on the ice. And this man um, 
Mr. Haynes um, basically said, no, what about if you would do more like ballet moves? And he was basically told to leave America. He goes to Europe (laughs) In order to prove... He was such a heretic. They were like, absolutely not get the fuck out of our country for even suggesting that. 100%. He has to leave America, (laughs) and he goes to Europe, where he turns heads in Sweden, Norway, and Russia, and he basically Mm. is also the person who comes up with the idea of doing these dance moves to music, setting it all to music, that this guy comes up with that idea... He comes Holy up with shit. the he comes up with the toe pick, um, in which that you could launch yourself into the air in order to perform aerial maneuvers. Oh uh, his God. creativity is recognized, and basically he um, performs to the Grand Duke of 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 the Emperor of the Austrian capital, and the Viennese audience is blown away by what he's doing. It causes a great sensation, and ultimately he. <laughs> he never gets the chance to bring his popular ice dances back to the United States because in 1875, he dies in Finland after contracting pneumonia while traveling uh. to St. Petersburg. And um, it was a dramatic uh, cause of death. He dies at the age of 36, but he essentially... 30, causes- wait, 36, he did all that before the age By of 36? 36, yes. Jesus. And, he, and the move that he is still remembered for is in the sit spin. So when you see a figure skater on one leg crouched down with one sticking out and spinning, yeah. that was created That's by him. Jackson Haynes. And also got a great sit spin. The most important line of the movie is, Topic, Topic, Jackson yep. Haynes, this, this man who wanted to create ballet and put music to dancing on the ice and throttling in the air all stems back to Jackson Haynes. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much. I can't believe we never actually took the time to, yeah, pay yeah. tribute to that man. That's wild. I never, yeah, that's... It's uh, crazy. It's crazy stuff. He was born <laughs> in New York, died in Finland at the age of 36, and... All the stuff but an American. I didn't. Man. I guess I never even realized. I sort of assumed that. Yes. I. I don't know. I was like, that's probably like a Russian inventor. Nope. Or every, I don't know. I never even. Every still stock image of this man is funnier than the last. <laughs> Just like you're like, that's a cartoon that's made up. No, this man was real and just wow. had a passion for dance on ice and doing what Doug was trying to do: merge music. To yeah. dance on the yeah. ice. We're going to do things differently, okay? And, and in America, the callers were like, get the fuck off the ice. <laughs> fuck off the ice. <laughs> we just get the fuck see, out of our country. Get the fuck out of our country. We just want to <laughs> see skaters in a line doing formations. Get the fuck out of America. <laughs> oh, my God. You're crazy. Yeah. And he gets Holy on, shit. Uh, presu- uh, but he must have gotten on a boat with his little leather straps in the dead of night to flee yeah. America. To go yeah. be like, I need to, with his little and, cap on, his little cap and to, thing, like, I'm going to prove. feel that much conviction over something yes. that you are just, you know, uniformly ridiculed and, and persecuted for. To be like, no, instead of like dropping it and be like, oh, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, that was kind of a flight of fancy, maybe sort of a bad idea. You know what, I'm just going to go back to my job, whatever, like delivering they, mail to people. Uh, I'm going to fucking take my dream to a different continent. Because I believe that strongly in it. And fascinating, uh, this man was eventually recognized by the World Figure Skating Hall of Fame. 
and the United States Figure Skating <sighs> Hall of Fame in 1976. So 76 that so late decades, decades after his death, they're finally like, Jesus. that guy who invented everything we do. <laughs> oh my him. God. Like that's what a loser he was. They're like, we got to <laughs> recognize him. What a loser. Uh, that weird American ballet figure skater who wanted to just dance on the ice. Fine. Holy we'll give shit. him his due a hundred years after he dies. One <laughs> hundred years after he dies is when they recognize him. Oh my god. It's fascinating. All right, boys. I think we're gonna wrap it up there. On that note, yeah. Wow. I definitely can't top that. Incredible. This was the non-speaking characters draft for the redacted ice skating film. We did it for the workers. And W-I-L-G. we stand in Fighting solidarity, folks. We uh, we support unions. We we stand by labor, and uh, we won't be speaking the names of the film. We won't be speaking the name of this film until uh, you know until creative laborers are compensated fairly, and yep. uh, until the until the demands are met. So uh, mm-hmm. we are silent, like uh, the the characters in this film. That's right, and. Um, but we're not we're not silent about Jackson Haynes' contributions to the great sport of figure <laughs> God skating. God damn right. One hundred years not. later, we'll talk about you, sir. Yes, <laughs> you will not be All silenced right, by history. This was uh, this was fun as always. <sighs> Till next week. Incredible. Take care. This is this has been good. You can listen to Switch. 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 Switch.